I'm Ted O'Connell, one of the authors of Crush Step 1, the ultimate USMLE Step 1 review, along with my co-authors, Ryan Pedigo and Thomas Blair. I am also the chief content officer for Inside the Boards. This is a Crush Step 1 podcast based on the second edition of our best-selling book. The goal is to provide you high-yield and high-quality audio content of the book to help you study on the go and reclaim some of the time in your day. This is Alec Ludwig narrating part two of the biochemistry chapter. Heme synthesis and metabolism. Heme is comprised of the tetrapyrrole ring protoporphyrin IX with one coordinating ferrous or iron 2 plus iron ion in the center. Heme is found not only in hemoglobin and myoglobin, but also in cytochromes, catalase, and many other proteins. Heme is synthesized primarily in the liver, especially by cytochrome P450, and the bone marrow. The first reaction and the last three reactions occur in the mitochondria, whereas the rest of the reactions occur in the cytosol. Because reactions occur in the mitochondria, mature red blood cells cannot synthesize heme because of their lack of mitochondria. The steps in heme synthesis include the following. First, delta-amino-levulinic acid, or ALA, is formed from glycine and succinyl-CoA in a reaction catalyzed by ALA synthase and requiring pyridoxal phosphate as a coenzyme. This is the rate-limiting step of heme synthesis. Hepatic ALA synthase is inhibited by hemin, a heme molecule with oxidized iron 2+, to iron 3+, that forms when porphyrin production is higher than its corresponding protein production. However, erythropoietic heme synthesis is instead controlled by erythropoietin and iron levels. When drugs that are metabolized by the cytochrome P450 system are metabolized, there is increased production of cytochrome P450 enzymes and a decrease in the heme concentration in the liver. This causes upregulation of ALA synthase production and activity. In the second step of heme synthesis, porphobilinogen is produced by ALA dehydrase, an enzyme that is inhibited by lead. Another enzyme, ferrochelatase, is also inhibited by lead. Thus, anemia and elevation in ALA are commonly seen in lead poisoning. Be sure to check out figure 2.15, which depicts the pathway of heme synthesis. Porphyrias are disorders of heme synthesis, leading to accumulation of heme precursors. The term porphyria means purple pigment referring to the purple color of the urine of some patients. There are two kinds of porphyrias, deficiencies in liver heme synthesis, called hepatic porphyrias, and deficiencies in bone marrow heme synthesis, called erythropoietic porphyrias. In some of these porphyrias, there is photosensitivity caused by accumulation of tetrapyrrole intermediates, which form superoxide-free radicals that destroy cellular components upon exposure to ultraviolet light. Porphyria cutanea tarda is the most common porphyria. It is caused by deficiency in uroporphyrinogen decarboxylase, 
Photosensitivity is caused by porphyrin accumulation. Urine has a characteristic red-brown color. Hepatic porphyrias, such as acute intermittent porphyria, hereditary coproporphyria, and porphyria variegate, cause acute abdominal pain, psychiatric symptoms, and cardiovascular problems. Drugs that induce cytochrome P450 synthesis can precipitate attacks of hepatic porphyria because increased cytochrome P450 synthesis reduces heme, increasing ALA synthase synthesis, and thus increasing the accumulation of heme precursors. Erythropoietic porphyrias, such as congenital erythropoietic porphyria and erythropoietic protoporphyria, present with photosensitivity, blisters, and urine that changes to a red-brown color. Be sure to check out Table 2.4 on page 30. It depicts inborn errors of porphyrin metabolism. Heme degradation occurs in the spleen by macrophages and in the liver by hepatocytes. Within macrophages, hemoglobin and cytochromes are digested into heme, which is converted into biliverdin, a green pigment by heme oxygenase. Biliverdin is reduced, forming bilirubin, a yellow pigment. Because bilirubin is relatively insoluble in plasma, bilirubin is bound to albumin for transport in the blood to the liver. Upon arrival in hepatocytes in the liver, bilirubin becomes bilirubin glucuronide, or conjugated bilirubin, using the enzyme bilirubin glucuronyltransferase, an enzyme that is deficient in patients with Krigler, Najjar, and Gilbert syndromes. The conjugated bilirubin is secreted into bile and transported to the intestine, where it is oxidized into stercobilin and excreted, the brown pigment in feces, converted into urobilin and excreted in urine, the yellow pigment in urine, or enters the enterohepatic urobilinogen cycle. Nucleic acid structure and function. Nucleic acid structure. Nucleic acids include DNA, or deoxyribonucleic acid, and RNA, ribonucleic acid. Nucleic acids are assembled from nucleotides, which are composed of a 5-carbon sugar, a nitrogenous base, and 1 to 3 phosphate groups. The sugar can be ribose in RNA or deoxyribose in DNA. The nitrogen-containing base may be a purine, adenosine or guanine, or a pyrimidine, cytosine, thymidine, or uracil. Thymine is specific for DNA, whereas uracil is specific for RNA. DNA has several structural forms. The B form is active DNA, whereas the Z form is inactive. Purine metabolism. Purine nucleotides are synthesized de novo from several compounds including CO2, glycine, glutamine, aspartate, and N10-formyl tetrahydrofolate. The synthesis of purines is an 11-step process. The first step is synthesis of PRPP, or 5-phosphoribosyl-1-pyrophosphate from adenosine triphosphate, or ATP, and ribose 5-phosphate, 
a reaction catalyzed by PRPP synthetase. The second step is the regulated step of purine synthesis using the enzyme glutamine phosphoribosyl pyrophosphate aminotransferase. The next nine steps leads to the synthesis of IMP, or inosine 5-monophosphate. Two of these steps require N10-formyl tetrahydrofolate. Several drugs target the purine synthesis pathway by inhibiting the formation of tetrahydrofolate, or THF. Inhibition of purine synthesis leads to a lack of DNA synthesis, resulting in inhibition of cell growth and division. The next steps in purine synthesis involve formation of adenosine monophosphate, or AMP, or guanosine monophosphate, or GMP, from IMP. Mycophenolic acid, an immunosuppressive drug used to prevent organ transplant rejection, is an inhibitor of IMP dehydrogenase, the first reaction to convert IMP to GMP. This reduces the proliferation of T and B cells, which are dependent on the de novo pathway for purine synthesis, resulting in mycophenolic acid's immunosuppressive effects. The final step in production of purines is synthesis of nucleoside diphosphates from nucleoside monophosphates using nucleoside monophosphate kinases. Sulfonamides are analogs of para-aminobenzoic acid, or PABA, and competitively inhibit the synthesis of folic acid by bacteria. This inhibits the synthesis of THF, which slows the purine synthesis pathway in microorganisms, leading to antibacterial effects. Humans do not synthesize folic acid, but instead obtain it from the diet. So, sulfonamides affect only bacteria purine synthesis. Methotrexate and trimethoprim inhibit dihydrofolate reductase. The inhibition of dihydrofolate reductase inhibits growth of cancer cells in the case of methotrexate and bacterial growth for trimethoprim, a specific inhibitor of bacterial dihydrofolate reductase. Because these drugs inhibit synthesis of THF, and slow the purine synthesis pathway. However, methotrexate has toxicity for all dividing cells, including cells in the bone marrow, skin, immune system, and gastrointestinal tract, leading to numerous drug side effects. Be sure to check out figure 2.16a on page 32. It shows the simplification of the purine synthesis pathway, and also Check out figure 2.16b, also on page 32. It depicts folate synthesis and inhibitors. Another pathway to obtain purines is the purine salvage pathway, in which purines from the diet or cellular breakdown can be recycled. Hypoxanthine and guanine are converted to IMP and GMP, respectively, by the enzyme hypoxanthine guanine phosphoribosyl transferase, or HGPRT. Lesch-Nyhan syndrome is an X-linked recessive disorder in which there is a deficiency of HGPRT. 
these patients are unable to salvage guanine or hypoxanthine using the purine salvage pathway. This leads to increased PRPP and an increase in de novo purine synthesis. This then leads to increased purine turnover and hyperuricemia. Patients with Leshnyan syndrome present at an early age with neurologic features such as self-mutilation, spasticity, and cognitive defects. Orange uric acid crystals can be found in their diapers. Although there is no cure, treatment with allopurinol can decrease the hyperuricemia, but it does not alter the neurologic symptoms. Purines are degraded into uric acid, which is excreted in the urine. Xanthine oxidase converts hypoxanthine to xanthine, and then converts xanthine to uric acid. Two diseases are closely associated with degradation of purines. Gout occurs when there are high levels of uric acid in the blood, or hyperuricemia, because of either overproduction or underexcretion of uric acid. Monosodium urate crystals deposit in the joints, leading to inflammatory arthritis. Most patients with gout underexcrete uric acid. These patients are treated with uricosuric drugs such as probenicid or sulfonpyrazone, which help to increase the amount of uric acid that is excreted. Patients with gout that overproduce uric acid are treated with allopurinol, an inhibitor of xanthine oxidase. This leads to an increase in hypoxanthine and xanthine, which are more soluble than uric acid and do not form crystal deposits. For both kinds of patients, acute gout attacks are treated with anti-inflammatory drugs, including non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs, and colchicine. Colchicine stops the polymerization of microtubules, which inhibits the migration of neutrophils into the inflamed area. Adenosine deaminase, or ADA, deficiency can lead to a form of SCID. The accumulation of adenosine inhibits ribonuclease reductase, preventing production of DNA and thereby the proliferation of lymphocytes. Patients with the most severe form have deficiencies in T-cells, B-cells, and NK-cells. Pyrimidine synthesis The first step in pyrimidine synthesis is the formation of carbamoyl phosphate, or CAP by carbamoyl phosphate synthetase 2. This is the regulated step of pyrimidine synthesis. After several more steps, uridine 5-monophosphate, or UMP, is synthesized. UMP can be converted into pyrimidines thymidine monophosphate, or TMP, also known as thymidylate, uridine triphosphate, or UTP, and cytidine triphosphate, or CTP. Deficiency of UMP synthase, which is a bifunctional enzyme composed of both orotidine phosphate decarboxylase and orotate phosphoribosyl transferase, causes orotic aciduria. Patients have severe anemia, poor growth, and orotate excreted in the urine. Treatment involves feeding synthetic uridine to supply the pyrimidine nucleotides 
that are needed for DNA and RNA synthesis. DNA replication. DNA replication begins at the replication fork, where helicases help to separate the strands of DNA. Topoisomerases act to remove supercoiled structures that are formed by this process. Several anti-cancer agents, such as etoposide, inhibit topoisomerase 2. Primase adds an RNA primer for DNA synthesis. DNA polymerases, or DNAP, synthesize DNA in the 5' to 3' direction. Two daughter strands are formed. One leading strand, synthesized continuously in the 5' to 3' direction, toward the replication fork, and one lagging strand, synthesized discontinuously in the 5' to 3' direction, away from the replication fork, using short DNA fragments called Okazaki fragments. Be sure to check out figure 2.17 on page 33. It shows an illustration of DNA replication. DNA repair. DNA may need repair because of environmental damage, such as ultraviolet or UV light, or chemicals, mistakes in DNA synthesis, or spontaneous loss of bases. Cells have three principal mechanisms to counteract single-stranded DNA damage. In DNA mismatch repair, or MMR, mismatches in daughter DNA strands compared with the parent DNA are removed by an exonuclease and correctly filled in by DNA polymerase. Hereditary non-polyposis colorectal cancer, or HNPCC, is caused by defects in mismatch repair, most commonly in the MSH2 gene, and leads to an increased risk of colon cancer and other types of cancer. Nucleotide excision repair, or NER, is used to correct errors created by UV radiation damage. UV light can cause DNA damage by covalent joining of two thymines that are next to each other, creating a thymine dimer. In NER, UV-specific endonucleases cut one side of the double helix, and then DNA polymerases synthesize a new DNA strand. DNA polymerase has an exonuclease activity, which excises the damaged strand from 5' to 3'. Finally, DNA ligase joins the ends together. Xeroderma pigmentosum is an autosomal recessive disorder that results from defective nucleotide excision repair caused by a mutant UV-specific endonuclease. This leads to high rates of skin cancer after exposure to UV light, including melanoma, squamous cell carcinoma, and basal cell carcinoma. In base excision repair, or BER, altered bases are recognized by DNA glycosylases and cleaved from the DNA backbone, and several other enzymes assist in repair of the site. Other diseases, such as ataxia, telangiectasia, Fanconi syndrome, and Bloom syndrome are also associated with defects in DNA repair. Carbohydrate Structure and Metabolism Carbohydrate Structure 
Glucose oxidation provides much of the energy needed by cells in the fed state. Monosaccharides are classified as either aldoses, aldehydes, or ketoses, ketones. Although most sugars can exist as either D or L form optical isomers, most human sugars are D form. The general formula for monosaccharides is parentheses CH2O parentheses subscript X, with the number of carbons being key. Triose sugars have three carbons. Tetrose have four carbons. Pentose or furanose have five carbons, such as ribose, fructose, and deoxyribose. Hexose have six carbons, such as glucose, galactose, and fructose. Monosaccharides can link together through condensation reactions to form disaccharides and oligosaccharides. The bond linking sugars is called a glycosidic bond, which either can be alpha or beta. Some important examples of disaccharides are maltose is glucose plus glucose, lactose is glucose plus galactose, and sucrose is glucose plus fructose. Polysaccharides can be linear, such as amylose, or branched, such as glycogen. Starch is the primary glucose storage molecule in plants. Starch can be broken down by humans using amylase. Starch has two components, amylose, or linear alpha-1-4 linkages, and amylopectin, branched alpha-1-4 linkages, and alpha-1-6 linkages. Glycogen is the main way that animals store glucose. The linkages are alpha-glycosidic, branched alpha-1-4, and alpha-1-6. Each glycogen has one reducing end and many non-reducing ends. Glycogen is produced by the liver and muscle from excess glucose. Cellulose is an insoluble fiber because it has beta-1-4 linkages, and humans only have enzymes that cleave alpha-glycosidic bonds, such as those contained in starch. Glycolysis Glycolysis involves the oxidation of glucose and occurs in the cytosol of all cells. Glycolysis can be either aerobic or anaerobic. In aerobic glycolysis, or with oxygen, glucose is oxidized to pyruvate. The pyruvate and NADH created in aerobic glycolysis can be used by the citric acid cycle and the mitochondrial electron transport system to generate 36 to 38 ATP molecules by oxidative phosphorylation. In anaerobic glycolysis, or without oxygen, glucose is oxidized to lactate. Lactate dehydrogenase converts pyruvate to lactate, forming two ATP molecules per glucose molecule and reoxidizing NADH to NAD+. Anaerobic glycolysis occurs in anoxic tissues, red blood cells, and skeletal muscle during intense exercise. There are nine steps in glycolysis. Three regulated enzymes catalyze irreversible reactions in glycolysis. Hexokinase, phosphofructokinase, and pyruvate kinase. 
The first step in glycolysis is phosphorylation of glucose into glucose 6-phosphate by either hexokinase or glucokinase. Phosphorylation traps glucose inside cells because phosphate is negatively charged, and charged compounds cannot easily cross cell membranes. And there is no specific transporter for glucose 6-phosphate. Hexokinase is found in the cytosol of most tissues. Hexokinase has a low KM, or high affinity for glucose, ensuring that hexokinase is saturated at normal blood glucose concentrations. Hexokinase is not specific for glucose and can catalyze the phosphorylation of many different hexoses. Hexokinase is also inhibited by glucose 6-phosphate, which prevents too much glycolysis occurring and cells accumulating too much glucose. Glucokinase is present in the liver and beta cells of the pancreas. In contrast to hexokinase, glucokinase has a high KM, or low affinity for glucose, meaning that glucokinase is not saturated at normal blood glucose concentrations, but instead is able to act as a glucose sensor for the liver and beta cells to maintain glucose homeostasis. Glucokinase is highly specific for glucose. Glucokinase is inhibited by fructose 6-phosphate, which prevents glucose from being phosphorylated faster than it is metabolized. The rate-limiting step for glycolysis is the phosphorylation of fructose 6-phosphate by phosphofructokinase 1, or PFK1. Fructose 2,6-bisphosphate strongly activates PFK1. Fructose 2,6-bisphosphate is created by phosphofructokinase 2, or PFK2, a bifunctional enzyme that can either produce fructose 2,6-bisphosphate using kinase activity or produce fructose 6-phosphate using phosphatase activity. After a meal, insulin levels increase and glucagon levels decrease. This causes an increase in fructose 2,6-bisphosphate, activating PFK1, and increasing the rate of glycolysis when glucose is plentiful. In contrast, in the fasting state, there is a decrease in fructose 2,6-bisphosphate, leading to a decrease in the rate of glycolysis. The final irreversible reaction of glycolysis is formation of pyruvate from phosphoenopyruvate which is catalyzed by pyruvate kinase. A mutation in pyruvate kinase causes hemolytic anemia. When pyruvate kinase is mutated, the ATP generated by anaerobic glycolysis necessary for red blood cell function is not made, causing red blood cells to die prematurely and resulting in hemolytic anemia. Be sure to check out figure 2.18 on page 35. It depicts the full pathway of glycolysis. Gluconeogenesis Gluconeogenesis, the process by which glucose is synthesized, occurs primarily in the liver and kidneys. The carbon sources of the synthesis of glucose is from small precursors, including pyruvate, lactate, glycerol, and glucogenic amino acids. The glucose released from gluconeogenesis is released into the bloodstream. 
Gluconeogenesis is composed of the reversible reactions of glycolysis, as well as several reactions specific to gluconeogenesis that bypass the irreversible reactions of glycolysis. 1. Conversion of pyruvate to phosphoenopyruvate, which bypasses pyruvate kinase. 2. Conversion of fructose 1,6-bisphosphate to fructose 6-phosphate, which bypasses phosphofructokinase. And 3. Conversion of glucose 6-phosphate to glucose, which bypasses hexokinase. To convert pyruvate to phosphoenopyruvate, pyruvate is first carboxylated to oxaloacetate by pyruvate carboxylase. In a second reaction, oxaloacetate is converted to phosphoenopyruvate by phosphoenopyruvate carboxykinase. Fructose 1,6-bisphosphate is converted to fructose 6-phosphate by fructose 1,6-bisphosphatase. Fructose 1,6-bisphosphatase is inhibited by fructose 2,6-bisphosphate, a molecule that activates PFK1 in glycolysis. This ensures that both pathways are not active at the same time. Glucose 6-phosphate is converted to glucose by glucose 6-phosphatase. This enzyme is also essential for the last step of glycolysis, and a deficiency of glucose 6-phosphatase leads to type 1a glycogen storage disease, or von Gerke disease. There is hypoglycemia in this disorder because the patients are unable to produce glucose by glycogenolysis or gluconeogenesis. Glycogen synthesis and degradation. Glycogen, a polysaccharide, is the way that the body stores glucose in a form that can be rapidly mobilized to maintain glucose homeostasis and to serve as fuel for muscles. Glycogen is stored primarily in the liver and muscle tissue, but small amounts are present in most cells. Glycogenesis is the production of glycogen and occurs in the cytosol. The substrate for glycogenesis is uridine diphosphate, or UDP glucose. Glycogen synthase adds to the non-reducing end of chains in alpha-1,4 linkages. Branches with alpha-1,6 linkages are created by a branching enzyme, amylo-alpha-1,4,1,6-transglucosidase. Glycogenesis is stimulated by insulin and inhibited by glucagon and epinephrine. Glycogenolysis is the breakdown of glycogen and occurs in the cytosol. First, glycogen phosphorylase cleaves alpha-1,4 glycosidic bonds between individual glycosyl residues, non-reducing ends, forming glucose-1-phosphate. Next, glucose-1-phosphate is converted to glucose-6-phosphate by phosphoglucomutase. Glucose-6-phosphatase can then convert the glucose-6-phosphate into glucose. The D-branching enzyme releases free glucose from alpha-1,6 bonds at the branching points. Glucagon stimulates glycogenolysis, while insulin inhibits glycogenolysis. Glycogen storage diseases. Several inherited deficiencies of glycogen metabolism lead to glycogen storage diseases. Type 1, 
or von Gerke disease, has a deficiency of glucose 6-phosphatase, which causes an increased amount of glycogen in the cells with normal structure. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are hepatomegaly and hypoglycemia. Type 2, or Pompe disease, has a deficiency of alpha-1,4-glucosidase, which causes an increased amount of glycogen in the cells with normal structure. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are cardiac and respiratory failure and early death. Type 3, or Cori disease, has a deficiency of debranching enzyme, which causes an increased amount of glycogen in the cells with short branches. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are similar to von Gerke disease, but with milder symptoms. Type 4, or Anderson disease, has a deficiency of branching enzyme, which causes an increased amount of glycogen in the cells with long branches. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are liver cirrhosis and early death. Type 5, or McArdle disease, has a deficiency of phosphorylase, which causes a small increase in the amount of glycogen in the cells with normal structure. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are muscle cramps with exercise. Type 6, or HERS disease, has a deficiency of phosphorylase, which causes an increased amount of glycogen in the cells. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are similar to von Gerke disease, but with milder symptoms. Make sure to check out Table 2.5 on page 37. It depicts all the glycogen storage diseases, types 1 through 6, that were previously just discussed. Metabolism of sugars. Lactase metabolizes lactose to glucose and galactose. Galactokinase converts galactose to galactose 1-phosphate. In several reactions, galactose 1-phosphate becomes glucose 1-phosphate. Lactase deficiency leads to milk intolerance and causes bloating and diarrhea after ingestion of lactose-containing products. Galactokinase deficiency causes a mild galactosemia, leading to galactitol accumulation and cataracts formation. Galactose-1-phosphate uridyl transferase deficiency causes severe galactosemia, resulting in failure to thrive, mental retardation, liver dysfunction, cataracts, and susceptibility to infection. Sucrase converts sucrose to glucose and fructose. Note that hexokinase can convert fructose to fructose 6-phosphate by phosphorylation in the liver and kidney. Fructokinase deficiency leads to essential fructoseuria, which is a benign disorder. However, fructose 1-phosphate aldolase deficiency leads to hereditary fructose intolerance. 
This causes severe hypoglycemia after ingesting fructose or sucrose. Be sure to check out figure 2.19 on page 37. It depicts the pathway of the breakdown of sucrose. Pentose phosphate pathway. The pentose phosphate pathway can be used either for glycolysis or for oxidation of glucose. The oxidative processes, which are irreversible, generate NADPH, needed for pathways such as the synthesis of fatty acids and cholesterol. The non-oxidative processes, which are reversible, rearrange sugars so that they can enter glycolytic pathways. Additionally, ribose 5-phosphate can be formed by the pentose phosphate pathways and used for synthesis of nucleotides. G6PD is an enzyme of the pentose phosphate pathway that provides a key regulatory role. Patients with G6PD deficiency, an X-linked recessive disorder, are unable to effectively produce NADPH through the pentose phosphate pathway. This prevents cells from maintaining reduced glutathione, which results in increased oxidative stress on cells, particularly erythrocytes, leading to hemolytic anemia. Some patients with G6PD deficiency only develop anemia when they experience oxidative stress, such as by taking oxidant drugs such as sulfamethoxazole and primaquine, eating fava beans, or infection. TCA cycle. The tricarboxylic acid, or TCA cycle, also known as the citric acid cycle, or Krebs cycle, occurs in the mitochondria. Red blood cells do not have mitochondria. The pyruvate produced from glycolysis becomes acetyl-coenzyme A, or acetyl-CoA, through the enzyme pyruvate dehydrogenase. Fatty acids can also yield acetyl-CoA by beta-oxidation. The TCA cycle begins when oxaloacetate condenses with acetyl-CoA to form citrate. For one pass through the TCA cycle, oxaloacetate is regenerated. Two moles of CO2 are released. One guanosine triphosphate, or GTP, is produced. And 11 moles of ATP are produced by oxidative phosphorylation. Be sure to check out figure 2.20 on page 39. It depicts an illustration of the entire tricarboxylic acid cycle. Electron transport and oxidative phosphorylation. The chemiosmotic hypothesis describes the coupling of the electron transport chain to the synthesis of ATP through flow of electrons. As electrons are pumped through the complexes of the electron transport system, hydrogen ions are pumped into the intermembrane space of mitochondria. This forms a proton motive force from a pH and electrical potential gradient across the mitochondrial membrane. Hydrogen ions passing through ATP synthase down their concentration gradient drive the formation of ATP through ATP synthase. Uncoupling agents carry hydrogen ions 
across the inner mitochondrial membrane without transport through ATP synthase. This uncouples flow of electrons and ATP synthesis. This leads to energy dissipated as heat instead of synthesis of ATP. Uncoupling proteins play an important role in animals that hibernate, where stored energy generates heat. In newborn mammals, brown fat has thermogenin, which is an uncoupling protein. This allows energy to dissipate as heat. However, in humans, uncoupling agents such as 2,4-dinitrophenol, taken in the past for weight reduction, are poisonous. Several compounds inhibit flow of electrons through the electron transport chain, including cyanide, carbon monoxide, hydrogen sulfide, and amobarbital. Lipid structure and metabolism. Lipid structure. Fatty acids are the building blocks of lipids. Fatty acids are oxidized in the fasting state to provide energy to cells. Two fatty acids must be supplied in the diet. Linoleic and alpha-linoleic acid. Fatty acids are made up of an unbranched hydrocarbon chain with a terminal carboxyl group. Most fatty acids have an even number of carbon atoms and 16 to 20 total carbons. Short-chain fatty acids have 2 to 4 carbons, and medium-chain fatty acids have 6 to 10 carbons. They can be directly absorbed in the small intestine. They can also diffuse into the mitochondrial matrix and be oxidized directly. Long-chain fatty acids have 12 or more carbons. They are in triacylglycerols, or fat. To move from the cytosol into the mitochondria, they require the carnitine shuttle. Unsaturated fatty acids have at least one double bond, most commonly cis rather than trans configuration. Trans fatty acids are formed during the production of hydrogenated vegetable oils and have been associated with an increase in atherosclerosis. Triacylglycerols are formed by esterification of fatty acids with glycerol. These have 9 kilocalories per gram and are stored in adipose tissue. Steroids are a kind of lipid with a four-membered ring structure and a hydroxyl or keto group on the third carbon. There are five major groups of steroids. 1. Cholesterol, or 27 carbons the most abundant steroid in humans, and important in cellular membrane, fluidity, precursor of steroid hormones, skin-derived vitamin D, and bile acids. 2. Bile acids, 24 carbons, includes cholic acid. 3. Progesterone and adrenocortical steroids, 21 carbons. 4. Androgens, 19 carbons. 5. Estrogens, 18 carbons derived from aromatization of androgens. Cholesterol synthesis is regulated by 3-hydroxy-3-methylglutaryl, or HMG, CoA reductase, and a key intermediate in cholesterol synthesis is HMG-CoA. Statins are HMG-CoA reductase inhibitors. Phospholipids 
are a major component of cell membranes and are created from phosphatidic acid, which is diacylglycerol plus a phosphate group on C3. Phospholipids are cleaved by phospholipases. Phospholipase A1 and A2 remove fatty acyl groups. Phospholipase A2 in cell membranes is activated by cytosolic calcium 2+, which causes damage to cell membranes when tissues undergo hypoxia. Phospholipase A2 is inactivated by corticosteroids, reducing the release of arachidonic acid. Phospholipase C frees its component compounds, diacylglycerol and inositol triphosphate, which are important in intracellular signaling. Phospholipase D makes phosphatidic acid from phospholipids. Lung surfactant is important in decreasing the surface tension in alveoli. It is particularly rich in phosphatidylcholines. Insufficient production of lung surfactant by premature infants leads to respiratory distress syndrome, which is characterized by poor gas exchange and partial lung collapse. Be sure to check out figure 2.21 on page 40. It shows the structure of A, fatty acids, B, 2-monoacylglycerol, and C, triacylglycerol. Sphingolipids and sphingolipid storage diseases. Sphingolipids are derived from ceramide, a molecule that is formed by coupling a fatty acid and sphingosine, which is sphingosine plus fatty acids equals ceramide. Sphingolipids are essential components of membranes throughout the body and are particularly abundant in nervous tissue, especially in the white matter of the CNS. Lysosomal enzymes degrade sphingolipids to sphingosine using several hydrolytic reactions. Sphingolipidoses are a group of hereditary lysosomal enzyme deficiency diseases in which one of these hydrolytic enzymes in the degradative pathway is deficient. Deficiencies of sphingolipid degrading enzymes in lysosomes, remember, lysosomes contain hydrolytic enzymes, lead to the accumulation of the substrate in lysosomes and thus to lysosomal storage diseases. In most of these diseases, neurologic deterioration and early death occur. Also note that Fabry disease is X-linked recessive rather than autosomal recessive. Some important genetic disorders of sphingolipid degradation are as follows. Tay-Sachs disease has a deficiency of hexosaminidase A, which causes an accumulation of GM2 gangliosides. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are developmental regression, muscle weakness, blindness, cherry red macular spot, deafness, no hepatosplenomegaly, and death. Gaucher disease has a deficiency of beta-glucosidase, which causes an accumulation of glucocerebrosides. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are joint and limb pain, hepatosplenomegaly, 
macrophages appearing like crinkled paper. Neiman-Pick disease has a deficiency of sphingomyelinase, which causes an accumulation of sphingomyelin. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are failure to thrive, hepatosplenomegaly, cherry red spot, developmental regression, and macrophages appearing bubbly. Fabry disease has a deficiency of alpha-galactosidase, which causes an accumulation of ceramide trihexosides. It is acquired by X-link recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are cataracts, kidney and heart failure, and paresthesias. Crab disease has a deficiency of beta-galactosidase, which causes an accumulation of galactocerebrosides. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are progressive psychomotor retardation, globoid bodies in the brain white matter, and death. Metachromatic leukodystrophy has a deficiency of aryl sulfatase A, which causes an accumulation of sulfatides. It is acquired by autosomal recessive inheritance, and notable clinical features are mental retardation and peripheral neuropathy. Be sure to check out Table 2.6 on page 41. It describes the genetic disorders of sphingolipid degradation that were just previously described. Icosinoids. Icosinoids are important short-range, or autocrine and paracrine, signaling molecules that are formed by oxidation of 20-carbon essential fatty acids by phospholipase A2, including icosapentaenoic acid, an omega-3 fatty acid, and arachidonic acid, an omega-6 fatty acid, synthesized from the essential fatty acid, linoleic acid. There are four subtypes of icosinoids, leukotrienes, or LTs, and three types of prostanoids, prostaglandins, PG, prostacyclins, PGI, and thromboxanes, TX. LTs are non-cyclic. They are synthesized by hydroxylation of arachidonic acid by lipoxygenases. Leukotriene B4, or LTB4, is an important chemotactic agent for neutrophils and also increases neutrophil adhesion. LTC4, LTD4, and LTE4 are known as slow-reacting substance of anaphylaxis and increase bronchoconstriction, vasoconstriction, and vascular permeability. LT inhibitors are used for treatment of asthma and include xylutin, an inhibitor of lipoxygenase, and zifarlucast and montelukast, which are leukotriene receptor antagonists. PGs are created when cyclooxygenase acts on arachidonic acid. Prostaglandin H2 or PGH2, is the first stable prostaglandin produced in this pathway. PGs produce inflammation, inhibit or stimulate muscle contraction, 
and promote vasodilation or vasoconstriction depending on the vascular bed. PGE2 interacts with several different prostaglandin receptors, which are G-protein coupled receptors, and leads to vasodilation, inflammation, and an increase in gastric mucus secretion. PGE2 is known as dinoprostone and is used in labor to prepare the cervix for induction of labor, but also has been demonstrated to sustain fetal ductus arteriosus patency. PGF2-alpha stimulates uterine contractions and also increases vasoconstriction. Analogs of PGF2-alpha include dinoprost, latanoprost, bimataprost, and travaprost. They are used in medicine to induce labor and as abortifacients. Aspirin is an irreversible cyclooxygenase inhibitor. Prostacyclin, or PGI2, is an effective vasodilator and bronchodilator and inhibits platelet activation. Synthetic prostacyclin analogs, such as iloprost and cystoprost, are used as vasodilators in severe Raynaud disease and in pulmonary hypertension. As a drug, PGI2 is known as epoprostenol. PGI2 is produced in endothelial cells from PGH2. Prostacyclin is in cardiovascular homeostasis with thromboxane A2, or TXA2. TXA2 is produced in platelets from PGH2 by thromboxane synthase. TXA2 promotes contraction of arterioles and aggregation of platelets. Dipyrimidol inhibits thromboxane synthase. Aspirin and other NSAIDs acetylate and inhibit cyclooxygenase, leading to reduced synthesis of prostaglandins, or an anti-inflammatory effect, and reduced synthesis of thromboxane A2, or an antithrombotic effect caused by reduced platelet activation. By inhibiting phospholipase A2, corticosteroids inhibit the production of all eicosanoids. Fatty acid oxidation and synthesis. Fatty acids are oxidized to CO2 and H2O in the mitochondrial matrix. Long-chain fatty acids must be shuttled into the mitochondrial matrix by the carnitine transport system because they cannot cross the mitochondrial inner membrane alone. Medium-chain fatty acids are able to pass directly through the mitochondrial membrane. The oxidation of fatty acids occurs by the beta-oxidation system of the mitochondria, where each cycle produces 17 ATP molecules using the electron transport system and citric acid cycle. Fatty acids are synthesized from acetyl-CoA and malonyl-CoA by fatty acid synthase. Seven reaction cycles yield palmitate and fatty acid synthase. Palmitate acts as the precursor to other fatty acids. Longer fatty acids are synthesized by chain lengthening systems, and unsaturated fatty acids are synthesized by a desaturating system. However, 
the desaturating enzymes are only able to desaturate double bonds greater than 10 carbons from the C-terminus. Therefore, linoleic acid and linolenic acid are essential fatty acids. Be sure to check out figure 2.22 on page 42, which depicts the entire pathway of fatty acid synthesis. With that, we wrap up today's episode of the Crush Step 1 podcast. A big thank you to Elsevier Incorporated, the publishing company behind Crush Step 1, as well as all of my other books, for allowing us to put out this book in podcast format. Thank you for joining us, and please check out our other chapters. 